Hey guys, I'm Carla. And I'm Kristen. And we're the Busy, Busy Moms. Moms. Hey everybody. Hello. Hey. Hi. So we, I'm, I can't tell you how excited I am about today. Seriously. Um, so we have Nicole Adams here with us today and she is the owner of Stuff Animal Clinic of Madison. I had to write it down because I'm like, I'm going to say it wrong. Um, and I just, I've followed her on Facebook and I'm just, I think what she does is amazing. She restores like stuffed animals that have just been worn and loved on and it is just the sweetest thing. So I can't wait for her to just tell us how she got started doing this first of all, but then just um, how it's grown over the past couple of years. But before we do that, just tell us who you are, how many kids you have, are you from um, here, that kind of thing. Uh, my name is Nicole Adams, and um, I was born in Oklahoma, but I have lived here for a really long time. Okay. So um, I went to middle school here, high school here. Um, I have two beautiful girls that are my world, and um, I have a wonderful husband. And um, I'm trying to think. I have two dogs. I'm pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> I um I really just stay home and I'm an introvert and I just kind of stay home and work a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um I love I love to read. I love anything arts and craftsy. So very cool. So it's kind of funny because on my off time, um, if I'm not working on stuffed animals, I'm working on something else that's art related. Yeah, so, that's awesome. What yeah. kind of stuff do you do like outside of that? Um, I love to, um, like restore other things like okay. old quilts and, um, I love to, um, to learn new things. So yes. like if it has to do with, um, like I just learned how to make those, um, woven beaded, beaded bracelets. Okay. And so I made those for my girls. Um, my girls have like favorite shows that they watch and stuff. So a lot of times like I'll make them something that has to do with that, like purses or, and Thank I also, you. I also crochet. So that's what I do when I need to be like brain dead. Yeah. <laughs> I need to like not think about anything and I just count, count stitches. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I, I've been crocheting since I was like six. So that's so cool. Yeah. Neat. Well, okay. So I don't even know where to get started. Cause I have like a million questions, but um. I guess sewing, like how'd you get started sewing and crocheting and all of that? Like, was it your grandma that yes. introduced you? Um, I lived, I, I, we moved in with my grandmother when I was about, when I was a baby. Um, my mom had me at a very young age, so she needed help. And so mm -hmm. we moved in with my mom and, and with my grandmother. And it was so funny because I called my um my mom, mom. And then I called my grandmother, mommy for the longest time. And so, and then I swapped, swapped it over to granny and yeah. mom. And so, um, we just had the best relationship. Um, she unfortunately passed away um, during COVID and, um, not due to COVID, but right. we found out she had cancer and we lost her two weeks after. And so she was, just a huge influence in my life. Yeah. Um, 
she used to make me like smock dresses and um, I would just sit and watch her. I wanted to use her sewing machine so bad, but she, <laughs> she was like, no, you're only like four. You need to not be messing yeah. with the sewing machine right now. Um, so I started just using needles. Like she just taught me how to hand sew. And yeah. um, so we would make like Christmas ornaments and um, she was always kind of crafting stuff. And um, so I would do that with her. And so she just, it kind of just became a part of me, yeah. just that love of making things. So it went from, I would make like my own paper dolls and I would like color their clothes and make like little clothes to go on them to me making clothes for my, my Barbies. And yeah. It's so funny because my aunt still till this day tells the same story. It's, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've heard this a million times. But she, <laughs> she laughs every time she tells it. Um, she, I think I was like six when she came into my life. Yeah. And um, she was like, this is the only child I have ever met that can make legit Barbie clothes and they actually fit the Barbie and they don't look bad. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, that's kind of where I started. And yeah, um, that's it, a cool skill to have at such a young age. Well, it was just something I enjoyed. Yeah. I just, I, I love making things with my hands and then mm -hmm. seeing the final product. Like right. it just really excites me. Like that's kind of, it gives me a high, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so it was it was totally her that kind of inspired that in me and um as i grew up i just kind of gradually continued to to learn more and more mm -hmm. and to add more to my skill library yeah and um like different types of stitches and different types of fabrics and textiles and i um, when I took art class um, in high school, a lot of the things I drew were usually like clothing. Um, but I realized pretty quickly that um, college wasn't really for me because I did not have the attention span for it. Yeah. I mean, I already was like struggling in school and stuff and and then just found out that I have ADHD like in my 30s. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so it was, I mean. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, it's obvious now why I didn't I didn't have um, that ability, but um, yeah. So then I just kind of got to the point where I would just I would fix my own things, you know, mm -hmm. like um, like if I had a purse that was falling apart, or if I had something that was falling apart, I would just fix it myself. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. And then with crocheting, there was a little lady that used to babysit me. She's Aww. the one that taught me how to crochet. Aww, so she had like this, this little uh, basement area. And I would sit there and watch like super old movies that she probably <laughs> had taped like 30 or 40 years ago. I don't know. And, um, but yeah, super old movies. But I also grew up on those because I grew up with my grandmother. Um, and I would just sit there and do a single crochet until I had like, like a string of my right <laughs> and then I, I finally taught myself how to how to do more before cool. youtube yeah, right and i was yeah. pretty proud of that i was like i didn't even have youtube to help me with this and <laughs> no. that but um yeah it's just those are my two main things of sewing and crocheting those are my two main or they were my two main hobbies yeah and now sewing is more of my business but 
but restoring things has always been more of a, a passion of okay. mine. I like to, I like to use things as long as they can be used. Okay. And that makes sense. Yeah. I, I just, I hate the thought of how quickly things are purchased and thrown away. Yeah. So I like to try to keep things out of landfills if I can. I'm definitely not perfect. I, I still buy quick, fast things, you know, but I I try, you know, I try to when it comes to that kind of stuff. That's very cool. I love that. So why stuffed animals? Like what? (laughs) That's funny. Like how did you even come up with this idea, get started with it? Um, I mean, I've never really heard of anything like this before. And the fact that you're like here local to us, I think is amazing because you do this for like everyone. (laughs) Right? Like it's a business. Um, It was my youngest. It was my youngest daughter. She's probably going to kill me someday. But um. (laughs) She is a little bit of a stuffed animal hoarder. Um, <laughs> she, like, her bed is covered. <laughs> and um, so it all really started with my baby blanket. Um, I had sort of um, some really hard things in my childhood, some, you know, abuse and things of that nature. And so my baby blanket was, like, my everything. Yeah. And so... When she was little, she was just a really sick baby. And the only thing that would help her to sleep was my baby blanket. Aww. And so I hate to say this, but I didn't want to. But I, I you know, I gave it to her. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, Nicole, this is why you saved it. Remember why you saved yes. it. Not for you. <laughs> and, I mean, even though in the back of my mind, I'm like, no, you saved it. <laughs> so yeah my daughter sleeps with one of my stuffed animals that I've had since I was like six and yeah yeah it was she's like can I sleep with Charlie tonight I'm like I guess I still <laughs> I sleep know. with it I mean like I still sleep with my stuffed animal yes I still have mine um, it's, it's up in our closet like just sitting like perched you up should on the give top. it to Sloan no but I'm like it. you I'm also like on the fence right like, well I slept <laughs> with it and thank goodness my husband is so understanding because I was like, uh, sorry, we're sleeping with my blankie. <laughs> I know it's so my mom is it, it, it's like a breakup when you have to yeah, stop sleeping with your hard. animal. I was like, blanket. I'm just so glad my husband's not like, I am putting my foot down. You are not sleeping without baby blanket. But no, he did it. He was very understanding, and I was like, it's just it's my baby. Right? I don't even have a baby, it. but it's my baby. And so I think I reached a year into our marriage and I finally was like, okay, it's time to stop sleeping with your baby blanket. And so I literally, I folded it up and I put it in our closet in like a box. Aww. And I was like, okay, I'm saving it for our future children. Yes. That is why I'm putting it up. Not because I don't want it to wear out faster than it is. Because it was already getting a little worn. Yeah. But, I mean, there's just something to that that familiar, you know, feel Mm -hmm. and smell. Oh, yeah. There's just something to it that you just can't, you can't get anywhere else. And so I, um, I let her 
sleep with it. And then, of course, it got to the point where it was so threadbare, you know, you could see through it. Yes, that's how poor Nanny is. (laughs) Yes, it just got to the point where I was like, I was like, if I don't do something now, it's going to rip and I'm going to have to, like, I don't think it's going to be repairable. Mm -hmm. And um, so I ended up encapsulating it in new fabric and it took me like a week to pick out the fabric. So I was like, still has to be soft. Right. Like cozy, you know. And um I was telling someone else this that it was it was a little embarrassing because I literally cried as I was oh. like encapsulating it yeah. because it was like this peekaboo like teddy bear blanket. Cause you know, back in the day, like my mom didn't know what she was having. You couldn't really tell yeah. the sounds and they were just kind of like just black and white blobs and you couldn't mm-hmm. tell. Um, and so she, um, she just had like a baby neutral baby blanket. And, um, so I ended up like practically in my head going, bye, I'm going to miss you so much. Oh, oh that's so sad. That, <laughs> it, like, was breaks heartbreaking. Yeah. it was so sad. And I just remember like tears like streaming oh, down my gosh. face and I was like, you will get through this. Oh. <laughs> Your child will still be able to sleep with it and it won't fall apart. It's right? okay. And there's still a part of it in there. It's not yes. Well, and that's what keeps me, that's what keeps me happy about it is yeah. knowing that I still have it. Yes. Like, even though I can't see the original, it's still in one piece mm-hmm. and it's still in this, this quilt that I, I made. And, um, my eight-year-old daughter still sleeps with it till this day. So I feel like. I was like, it was completely yeah. 100% worth it. For sure. And I mean, that's something too that she can probably pass along. Yes. And so and even I'm if gonna that keep... one becomes encapsulated, it's like you have these generations yes. of just blankets. Covered. I yes, don't know. I just absolutely. think that's cool. I, yes. I love stuff like that. And I, she was really what kind of gave me the idea. And mm-hmm. I had talked to a few friends and um, I think she, she would come up to me all the time just saying, Hey, I really need you to doctor up my, my, my stuffed animal. Cause it has a hole in it and, and the stuffing's coming out. And then she would be like almost to tears. I'd be like, it's fine. Mommy will fix it. It's fine. Aww. Yeah. And so like, I would take it. So I'd be like, here, see, it's all, everything's fine. Yeah. And she'd be like, you. It looks like nothing happened to it. And oh, so God. I think I was talking to a friend once when she did this to me and she was like, oh, I wish I knew how to do that. She said, I can't even sew on a button. And I think that kind of like clicked in my head. Yeah. And, um, I was like, sewing really is like hand sewing really is somewhat of a, a lost skill. Mm-hmm. Um, most sure. people like to make new things. Like there's tons of people out there making, like baby clothing or making new things mm-hmm. like for your house or for your kids or for yourself. Right. But there's not really anybody that's fixing old things. Cause I mean, if you're really, if I'm really going to be honest and I mean, no offense, but a lot of people do not want to touch other people's old yes. belongings, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, you know, it's theirs. And they love it. But to someone else, it might be like, 
oh, that's dirty, you know, because it's falling apart and you're too scared to wash it. Right. So it's like, what do you do? Like, you don't wash it because it's like you absolutely adore it. And if it falls apart, you're going to fall apart, you know, like emotionally. I give Nunny hand baths. Like I hand wash Nunny with like a... It's like a Norwex, like free and clear. That's the, yes, that's what I <laughs> yeah, use. Yeah, that's and it's just use. like I just let them let her soak, and then I like very gently like rub her. <laughs> I need to do that with yes. Slim Teddy Bear. It's so sad, but it's the same. Like I was at church one time, and someone was like, Violet had dropped her bunny, and they were like, "Yeah, giving it back to her." I'm like, it is just, it's fine. I know, <laughs> yeah. right? Yes, it's it fine. doesn't have any germs on it. I mean, I'm sure whenever I do wash it, it's disgusting, but it's like she hasn't died. Oh, our teddy bear <laughs> definitely has germs. He yeah. has been, he goes everywhere. With us. Like he gets drunk <laughs> yeah. on the floor at Publix like once a week, right? <laughs> and it's like this is how we build our kids' immune systems. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> yes, and, and I think because I just that doesn't bother me. I mean, if you saw the stuff that came out of half the stuffed animals I clean. Oh yeah, you would probably you yeah you would probably like start gagging, but it's (laughs) but it's just normal to me. It just shows how loved that stuffed animal is and still is, you know. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm cleaning them, it's like I realize also that I'm removing that smell that they love so much, or I'm removing. A, a stain that mm-hmm. means so much to them and that makes me feel bad like yeah. that but when I talk to them about it I you know I tell them especially with parents um because a lot of times they they don't want me to change out the stuffing but I'm like so I I remove all the stuffing when I clean these stuffed animals because a lot of times the dirt settles in the stuffing yeah. and so it's just going to be dirty again within a few weeks because right. the dirt will start coming out of the stuffing. Okay. And um and also with some old stuffing it can start like making mold. Okay. So I've had a few where I've opened them up and they've been they've had mold on the inside wow. of them. Wow. Yes. That. And that's what and they probably that's too from smell. like washing them. Yes, and, exactly. Yeah. Um and then I've had a few where people stick them in the dryer and they're like I ruined my stuffed animal because like it fries the hair because mm-hmm. it's synthetic it's not yeah. real hair you know and um so usually I can you know get it back to some semblance of looking like it used to you know stuffed animals are a huge part of a child's life and can bring many comforting memories to us in our adulthood when these special friends become sick or seriously injured it can be devastating in 2021 nicole adams started the stuffed animal clinic of madison to help restore our favorite forms of comfort back to like new condition visit stuffedanimalclinicofmadison.com or follow stuffed animal clinic of madison on facebook for more information so at nicole's stuffed animal clinic she offers several different services for restoration um, there's mending, plush cleaning, get well packages, which I think is just precious, um, doll repairs, memory bears, and then weighted bears. So um, can you tell us about each of those, yes. what you do? Um, I guess, do people come in and they, they're like, I want the works, give me all of it? Or <laughs> I do actually, it's mostly adults that do that. Okay. They're like, this lovey has been my best friend for 20 to 30 years, and I think that they deserve this. Aww. They deserve <laughs> the best. And so, yeah, they want the whole works. Um, 
I do now require um, a cleaning for most stuffed animals. Um, some people don't want them cleaned for obvious reasons. Yeah, right. I mean, it's it, it takes away from that um, familiarity, you mm-hmm. know. And so, but I try to explain to them, like, it'll only take you, like, two to three weeks for it to smell like you again. Like, yeah, for, it to be yeah. that, for that familiar, familiar smell to come back. I said, mm-hmm. I promise. It's not, you're not going to lose it. <laughs> um, but with the, so I, I require cleaning for most um, customers. I, I like to call them, like, my little patients. Oh. And so. <laughs> So for my patients, it's like Doc McStuffins. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking. Do you know, I've had so many kids call me that. That's and so I'm like, funny. just don't tell anybody that I said it. Because if it comes from you, it's fine. But if it yes. comes from me, I might get somebody calling me. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. So, funny. so it's um, for most stuffed animals, I always do a cleaning, um, a brush out if they have fur. Um and then I, I replace eyes and noses. Um, a lot of times if it's like missing a limb, I, I remake the limb and I, um, reattach. Um, I've had some stuffed animals come to me in a million pieces and I literally had to puzzle it back together and almost reimagine what it looked like Yeah, because um, a dog got a hold of it. Oh, it's like the Wizard of Oz, you know, when they're yes. like putting everybody back together and like doing their hair. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. I was like, wait a second. Man. Yeah. It like it is. It gets to the point sometimes where I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know if this person's going to be happy with this because <laughs> I don't know if this is how it actually looked. And um, but most of the time they're like. <gasps> Aww. Aww. oh my gosh I could cry you know and that's when I'm like oh thank god <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I can breathe I can breathe again yes because you ever go back and try to find the original I do sometimes okay. if they um if they remember the name or yeah. I'll ask for do you maybe have the baby pictures yeah um of what the stuffed animal looked like um and I explained to them you know I am not here to make it look new again um I've I might have had two customers that have been um, unhappy. Um, And that just broke me. Yeah. But I mean, I I did explain to them ahead of time that I'm not here to make it look new again. And Mm -hmm. and their stuffed animals were like in the 30 to 40 year old range. Yeah. Um, Right. One of them was probably 70 years old. And um, they're just so thin that there is so much I have to do to them that they are, they're just not going to look brand new. And, but that's what I like about it. I like the character. Um, Sometimes if the customer will let me, I like to keep the old eyes and the old nose because sometimes I can bring the fur back to its original, you know, what it used to look like, but I don't want the customer to think, like I just, you know, got them a new stuffed animal. Right. Like maybe I yeah. found, you know, I found yeah. it, and like I, I'm just giving them a new one. <laughs> on Poshmark. Like, look how amazing I am. Yeah. Look what look, it looks brand new. You know, because and I've had some customers that are like, no, you had to have bought that, and I'm like, no, I know, like I really probably didn't. six or seven hours went into this. I promise. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So it's like no. <laughs> 
And so a lot of times the customers do want the noses and the eyes kept because yeah. it's familiar, mm-hmm. but sometimes they, you know, like the eyeballs like cracked in half, yeah. you know, or yeah. it's missing an eye and it's missing its nose and uh-huh. like a dog tore half its face off. So I do have to like, I have to remake the face. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I just got, I just got finished with a panda that was really, really old mm-hmm. and the face was missing and I had to completely remake yeah. the face. Yeah. And so that took me a while to, um, to kind of imagine up how I was going to put that face back together. Cause right. I, I didn't have any pictures of what it used to look like. So I just had to kind of wing it. Yeah. Um, and then its ears were completely disintegrating. Like it was, it was falling apart just like by touching them, oh. but but the body itself was intact. So, yeah. um, and then the leg was being held together by a clip. Mm. And so, yeah, it was just, it was shredded. So I had to like, I had to remake ears. I had to remake the face and then I had to remake, um, a leg and, um, a lot of time goes into that, but yeah. I, once you see the end product, it gives me so much joy and when I send my customers the before and after pictures, they're just like the reactions are priceless. Use code BUSY20 for 20% off when you shop radrags.com. That's B-I-Z-Z-Y-2-0. What's they're, your typical turnaround time? Uh, it's, it's a <laughs> long time. Um, it used to be I could get them back in like a week. Yeah. Now, because I work with so many people around the country, it can be anywhere from like three to four weeks to eight to 10 weeks. Yeah. It, yeah. it just, you know, it, it depends on how I'm doing. Like if mm-hmm. I just got sick, because right. I think when people email me, um, I think they, they think that there are several people that are a part right. of this this business, and yeah. I'm like, no, it's just little old me. Right. <laughs> you know? I get that too. Like when people send me questions, they're just like, oh, who am I talking to? And I'm like, oh, it's me. <laughs> like, like, you're getting the real deal here. It's me. Yeah. Um, so it's just sometimes I think people freak out about that, and but everybody has just been so kind. I know so many people that have businesses where they have had just some really rude customers. And I, I'm very, very soft hearted. And so like, I get my feelings hurt really easily. And so I I've really had to work on it over the years. Mm -hmm. And, um, just the fact that all of my customers are so kind and so, um, just so understanding has really meant a lot to me. And that's why I, you know, I, I tried to explain to them, like, you don't realize how much I appreciate you Yeah, and like your kindness and your support and your love, like just the fact that you're willing to give me, give me that is, um, it means a lot. Hey guys, we are so excited to share some big news with you. We are having our first annual Busy Moms Spring Fling event on Saturday, May the 6th at Revive Cafe from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. The event will feature vendors that we featured on our podcast or will be featuring in the near future. The event is free and open to the public. See you there.
Kyle got some air tags mm-hmm. and so many times he's been like, we should sew an air tag. I have, I have some. And, in- so I was going to ask you, I feel like that's a good add on, right? Like mm-hmm. if you can get some kind of waterproof, cause you don't really yeah. have to charge air tags. I don't think. Do you have to charge them? What are air tags? I don't even know. They're like from, um, from Apple. Yes. You can like put them in something and then well, it's like, you that's can actually find what I did. Them. Um, I have, I have a friend that, um, her, her twins were, uh, premature. And so they had, um, they both had these, um, sort of like teddy bear blankets, you know, they have a blanket on the bottom Yeah. and, um, they're very, very special. And so I think they ended up losing one of them at some point. I, I could have this wrong, but, um, they couldn't find it. It was, oh. it somehow got donated. Oh, it, it was in a pile of donate and oh, no. they could not find it. Sad and, day. um, it came from that hospital where her kids were born. So they could not find another one. They mm-hmm. did not sell them anymore. Um, so somehow she found somebody in another state that had one and they were willing oh, that's to cool. ship it to her, but they were, so they ended up attaching one of those um those tags onto mm-hmm. it and she was like is there a way that you can because she just kind of like put like a few stitches because it has like a little yeah. hole on the top I guess and she did a few stitches and um so what I ended up doing so that she could actually wash it yes. was I um I made like a little um snap for it and so I attached the snap to the blankie and then I made like a little um piece of fabric that um kind of looks like it's just a little loop and then mm-hmm. I put another snap on the other end mm-hmm. and that way she could unsnap it oh, cool. but the snaps are really hard to unsnap so it was like it wouldn't just fall that is off. such a great idea. Yeah. yeah. So she was like, okay, so now I can still wash it, but remove the tag, you know, without yeah. ruining it in the wash and just I was just like it back even on like a Velcro patch, you know, that it like slips in. You can like Velcro or yeah. Velcro it. Yes. It um, was just she was like, we cannot amazing. lose this again. We yes. cannot. But she said this thing hasn't been washed in forever. So it's <laughs> It's I'm gotta be clean. So yeah, like I'm so glad that you did that. Because I <laughs> if you think about it, it's like, you know, we can attach, you know, our phone. We can find our phone. We can mm-hmm, find this yeah. or that. But it's like someone that's attached, you know, Violet with her nunny, like we've thought so many times, like, how can we put an air tag in this? Mm-hmm. So if we lose it, we can find it. Well, you don't even have to put it in it. You can just yeah, put it on the outside. Exactly. That's and, such and, a great or idea. You can put it somewhere where maybe she doesn't like touch or feel quite as much. Because yeah. is it like a blanket? Like, does it have like a blanket on the bottom? It does, but I mean, it's like thin. It's uh, really thin. Yeah. Well, you like. Could, well, I mean, then I think you can like put it I... in like a um, a fabric pocket. Yeah. And then like sew that closed, and then could, sew yeah. that to the like to the head or something. Yeah. That way, it's not like I something may have to really like hard. send you pictures and be like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, because it's like it's that important. Yes. You know, like oh, yeah, it, I feel it that. warrants an air tag, hundred percent. And so I feel cool. like uh, now that I know what they are, I want to air tag everything. I know, right? <laughs> My shoes. Well, you know, I was really hoping when this, this is kind of off topic. Well, sort of, but. When they came out with those, I was really thinking they were going to be like, I don't know, this big or smaller and like really thin, almost like those really thin little batteries that you could actually like put on something and you can't see it. Mm -hmm. 
because Kyle always would lose like his keys or his glasses. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sweet. We'll just put like an air tag on the inside of yeah. your glasses, you know, or even like a little strip of something. Yes. So hopefully it's And then you got way. one and you're like, oh, that's not going to work. Yeah. I was like, what can, what do you do with these? You know, like, where do you even put these? And it's hard to, I mean, they make keychains and stuff for them, which is fine. But otherwise it's like, how do you even clip this onto something? So hopefully over time, you know, as, as Apple does, you know, they tend to make things thinner and thinner smaller. And smaller. Um, yes, so hopefully their air nice. tag will eventually be just like a strip that you can stick on something. Yes. <laughs> You're talking about losing your keys. It was going to be a random story, but it came from that. It made, me, it made me think of this funny thing that happened to me in my 20s, my early, early 20s before I met Kirk. I was dating this other guy and I couldn't find my keys and I was at work and I was like, I called him and I was like, hey, um. I don't know where my keys are. I can't leave work. I got to go to my other job. Can you help me? So he like comes and like breaks into my car for me. And like my keys aren't in there. But oh, anyway, no. I was like, okay, well now how do I get home? So he takes me back and I'm like looking everywhere and I can't find them. Thankfully, I was able to get into my apartment somehow. I don't even remember how that happened. But I found them in the refrigerator. <laughs> they were in my lunchbox <laughs> that I had put in the refrigerator for the next day. Oh, wow. <laughs> like but that made me think, like, that would have been a great... That sounds like something I would do. Yeah, totally... like, like, air tags are literally... I feel like they're my life now. Like, I need Yeah, these. like, you need them. Yeah. I have yeah. stuck peanut butter in the refrigerator before. Like, just because I was just kind of, like, just... You know, oh, yeah, and I just hurry. doing all the things. <laughs> yeah, and then and then the next day I was like, "Who put the peanut butter in the refrigerator?" <laughs> yeah. And then I went, "Oh, it was me." Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. I did that with the coffee creamer just the other day. I opened the cabinet up the next day to get my like cup, and I was like, "Hmm, this is this is bad." <laughs> like, <laughs> been in this is the coffee creamer. Did I tell you the broccoli story? No. Did I really not? No. Tell you? So. Were you, you, I was here. here. Yes. And we were trying to figure out what a smell. There was yes. like a smell. Oh, so no. we put, we got groceries, I don't know, on like a Sunday and put them away, whatever. We tag teamed, put them away. Usually I put them away because I'm like super particular about where things go. Mm -hmm. But this, I was like, everybody just help me. Yeah. So put the groceries away. Kristen comes over. We podcast on like a Tuesday. Maybe it was like a Monday. Yeah. I it was know. like, but I was like, I opened the cabinet or I opened my little pantry and I was like, something <laughs> smells like it died yeah. in here. And so she was like, well, let's see. So we like took everything out. We're like, is it like a dead mouse? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're looking, we're like, well, there's no like droppings or anything and there's no dead animals yeah. in here. Like this is so weird. But and it so, really stinks. Yeah. Yeah, so I bad. closed it again and was like, well, okay. <laughs> And then I went in there later in the day and I didn't smell it. So I was like, well, that's kind of weird. And then the next morning I opened it and I was like, Kyle, there's something in here. Like something died. I can't find it. Is it in a box somewhere? So we're like taking all this stuff out, looking for it. He's like, I can't find anything. And then I look on the shelf and there was a bag of frozen broccoli. <gasps> That had completely thawed, of oh, course. And, you know, yeah. broccoli smells terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, how did this get here? And like, <laughs> none, of, none of us remember putting it there. Like, we were just doing Is it. Is it one as, of the kids? Yeah, I, we have no idea. <laughs> that is so funny. Anyway, frozen broccoli ended up in the pantry, thawed out, smelled and like something dead. Yep. Or smelled like something died. And I was just like, I cannot. Like, we've, 
I, it was just funny because I'm like, I can't believe you did that. Like, how did none of us notice? <laughs> well, I mean, we didn't. I think, we like, with me, because I'm so scatterbrained, I just, I'll go on autopilot, and mm-hmm. then I, I just don't realize that I did it. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't happen often, but, yeah, when it yeah. does happen, I'm like, what? Like, how? Right? How in the world did I do this? So That's I exactly it, so I think. And awesome. also, I can find everybody else's stuff in my house but, <laughs> but not yours mine. Uh-huh. like if my husband's like where did I put this oh I just saw it in the other room mm-hmm. it's like on this table yeah. or my kids walk in and every time I know Same. exactly where it is it's <laughs> like I immediately do like a picture because I know they're gonna ask me right I know I do that too yeah but when my stuff I'm like well I have no idea where my carpets are. <laughs> or why did I come in this room? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's usually like nobody pays attention to your stuff. So no. it's like they can't help you find it either. Yeah. Never. And so it's like, mm, I don't know. But I do that same thing. It's like if the glasses are in the bathroom <laughs> on the counter, I'm like, mental note. Yeah. Because tomorrow morning, they're going to wonder where they are. They're going to ask me. Yep. Every and time. My oldest daughter, it's funny, she started to put stuff at the kitchen table because she knows that my husband is going to sit at the t- kitchen table every morning to have breakfast. So like if she sees the glasses in the bathroom or like in the office or on, on the, the counter, counter, she'll put them on the table. Oh, and then so she'll, when he comes down the stairs, she's like, dad, your glasses are on the table oh. or dad, your glasses are on the counter. And she tells them because she knows that he was always looking for them. <laughs> that is so funny. It's so so cute. Like, is this good or bad? I don't know what I've created here, but I think it's adorable. Yeah. I'm sure he so loves it. So it's sweet I because think she so like started sweet. to recognize like, oh, he's looking for his glasses. My youngest is like that. And yeah, I just, so I absolutely love it. Because for, <laughs> this is so sad, but, but sweet <laughs> at the same time. Um, For Mother's Day, they, at a very young age, she is very, um, she's very motherly. Like, she just loves to take care of other people. Uh-huh. And so she would come in and she like, she wants to massage my arms oh. and she wants to rub my hair. And so like, of course it's like all in a huge like rat's nest when she's done, but this is when she was really little. And then um, one day she tried to make me jelly toast and coffee and like the toast is like ripped up from oh. where she was like trying to try it. But you know what? That was like the best mother's day. She Just tried. the fact that she tried and that she put forth so much effort mm-hmm. and then they made me like, they know how much like, I'm very, very sentimental when it comes to their handprints. Okay. And so they made me like a handprint card. And then now like every year she'll, she'll, it's like she gets better and better every year. So oh, this last year, so I, um, just to save myself time and a little money, I go ahead and make big batches of pancakes for them so yeah. that they can just go in the freezer and pull them out and heat them up. And so this last year she pulled out some of those pancakes and like she heated them up, put a little butter on there and some syrup. Aww. And she cut me up some strawberries Aww. and made me a cup of coffee. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> I could do sweet. this. <laughs> I could totally get used to this. <laughs> How old are your kids? I have a 12 and an eight year old. Okay. And okay. the eight year old is the one that's like, she's very, very maternal. Like mm-hmm. she just, she is exactly how I was. She wears her feelings on her sleeves. She's, she's very um, empathetic. just very, um, very compassionate. Um, also sassy. Don't get right. me wrong. She's got her sassy side, but she just, she really, she's always like trying to make people happy. 
you know? Yes. And so she's just, she's such a sweetie. And then my oldest is just like her daddy and she's just so funny and like, she can make me laugh. Like I could be in the worst mood because I get, I get headaches a lot. And so she'll make, I'll be like, Oh God, don't make me laugh. My head's pounding. (laughs) (laughs) But She's just like her daddy. And so she just is very, she has that engineer brain, you know? Oh yeah. And so she, um, they both just have little pieces of me and my husband. And it's so cool to see like those, that mixture of both of us in them. And then also their own personalities on top of Mm -hmm. it. It's, it's really, it's really cool to see like how, how that's developing as they age. Yeah. But, um, what's 12 like? Oh God. <laughs> Do you really want to know? <laughs> I mean, sort of, because like we're at five and eight right now and eight is great in my opinion. Oh, yeah, it's been great helpful. so far. <laughs> um, I'm more nervous about my five-year-old turning 12 than I am about my eight-year-old turning 12, but I'm also just like nervous about that age in general because I feel like it's always hard. So it's like, is it going to get harder or I know there's different things. There's, there's different, <laughs> different parts of it. Like now she wants to be in her room and like, you know, be, have her alone time on her iPad. <laughs> and like, like I, miss you. I know I'm like, I miss your face. <laughs> you know, come back, <laughs> come back to me. And so, Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> tried to get her to come outside the other day to come like just play a game with us and she was just like uh, outside (laughs) the worst the worst thing ever I would rather be on my iPad um and we try like we we get our kids to take breaks and stuff but sometimes mommy needs a break so I'm like oh yeah here's your iPad I feel that (laughs) I feel that a lot yes we're grounded from iPads this week, though, so oh. it's, like, a lot of... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I feel like that more hurts me than it does them, but right. at the same time, you know, it's necessary, mm-hmm. but with 12, it's more puberty yeah. attitude. Yeah. Like... Friends, probably. Yes, like, friend dealing drama. with with friend drama, things that they're learning at school. Mm-hmm. That oh, are, yeah. Like, That's oh. what I'm afraid of. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid of that, too. Like, just what I'm going to hear, but then how to have the conversation. Well, I would just say to, if I can, if I can give you any advice, Please it do. would be, <laughs> it would be let them talk and don't immediately be like, oh my gosh, don't say that. You know, yeah. don't like, because yeah. I, my daughter tells me a lot more than she, she probably even should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I I am very lenient when it comes to things that she says to me privately. Yeah. Um, she's not allowed to talk a certain way or do certain things in front of her sister. Mm-hmm. But I am very lenient with her when it comes to just me and her. Yeah. And I let her talk. And I, you know, I don't interrupt or say like, you know, hey, that's a bad word. You shouldn't say that. Because mm-hmm. the thing is. 
I know everybody wants to believe that their child is perfect and they're not going to do these things. But once they hit middle school, they're all, they're all cussing. They're all talking about things that they shouldn't. And even if you don't allow your child to have a phone or you don't allow them on the internet, their friends have those phones (laughs) and their friends have the internet on those phones Mm -hmm. and they're seeing it at school. You can only protect them so much. So the best thing you can do is teach them while they're young, right and wrong, you know, what you expect from them, yeah. you know, like yeah. just, just instill, you know, those, those expectations at a young age and like what is expected of them as they age mm-hmm. and that, you know, showing them compassion will cause them to show others compassion, right. you know, giving them, um, leniency on some things that a lot of parents wouldn't yeah will cause them to be lenient with others you know just Mm -hmm. giving that back and forth you know yeah but I mean like I said I'm still very strict when it comes to what she says or does around her younger sister because I mean it's coming but I want her to be a kid as long as she can be Mm -hmm. and and I told her I told her that my oldest um your little sister is still at a very um, impressionable, vulnerable, vulnerable, impressionable. Yes. She's still at that age where like, she is still figuring out who she is and where Mm -hmm. she's going. And like her, um, her emotional state. And, you know, it's like, we're, we're constantly going back and forth with different things and, so I, I want her to have a good, stable, like, bound, you know, not boundary, but a good, stable um, ground mm-hmm. to be on before she starts to get in the difficulty of middle school. Yeah. Because yeah. that's when it gets hard. Mm-hmm. That's when the, the bullying starts. I know. I'm that's so when, scared for that. That's when the, like, the cussing starts. That's when all that other stuff starts. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because of things that my daughter went through in elementary school and the way that we talked about it and explaining, you know, with bullies, like you don't know what they're going through at home. Sometimes kids are just bullies. Like you can't, you can't control that, but you don't ever know. Mm -hmm. And so I remember when she was little, she came home like my oldest did and she just busted out crying. And I was like, Oh my gosh, what's wrong? Like you were just, you were fine like two minutes ago. And she told me that some kids were bullying her at school. And she Mm -hmm. told me what happened. And we had this big, big, long talk about, you know, not everybody has both mommy and daddy at home. Not everybody has kind siblings. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was like, yeah, we, we do have, you know, a kid in class that, that started crying because his parents are never home to help him with his homework and they don't get home until it's time for him to go to bed. And I said, see, so you, you need to be compassionate and you need to show caring to others when others maybe don't have the capacity to be able to do that. And I feel like that is why she has been such a, a justice keeper, you know, yeah. like she's always trying to stick up for others, even if it means that she's going to get made fun of, or mm-hmm. she's going to get yelled at, yeah. or she's going to get pushed or whatever. And, 
at some point we had to talk, have a talk with her. Like you can't save everybody (laughs) (laughs) because then she started getting in trouble. And, and even though like the teacher understood what she was trying to do, it it just, it caused a little bit more trouble for the teacher Mm -hmm. because, you know, my oldest was sticking up for another girl that had started crying because she was being bullied. Yeah. And it made me so proud, you know, the fact that something that I have taught her for years, starting at such a young age has really stuck with her. Yeah. Um, to the point now where at school, you know, she'll have kids make fun of her for one thing or another. And she's just like, do you really think I care what you think about me? Yeah. That's awesome. Like, we're not friends. That's, like, my biggest goal with my kids is just, like, their opinion of you is their opinion of you. Yes. Like, it does not reflect who you are as a person. Like, you do you. And I always explain, like, I always explain you're more than likely, more than likely, not, it's not impossible, but you're more than likely not going to be friends with these people. Once you graduate, you are going to go your own direction. Mm -hmm. You're going to make new friends. And, you know, it's going to get easier. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. People can still be catty and, you know, there can still be, you know, gossiping and all that stuff, but it gets easier to handle. Like Mm -hmm. emotionally, like your, your brain will develop and you'll, things will just be easier to cope, you know, to cope with. And, um, I, I try to teach because of the things that I've gone through, I try to teach them those coping mechanisms that I've learned, Yeah, you know, through therapy or through, you know, things that I've learned from others, um, like healthy coping mechanisms right? to, um, to help them to be able to, to get through these things. Yeah. And so when I see that it's like something that I've done has worked because I question myself oh, yeah. on, a, on a daily basis. <laughs> like there have been nights I've gone to bed crying because I'm just like, I did such a terrible job today. Like I blew up on my kids because they yeah. weren't listening and my house is a mess and I didn't get dinner made tonight and we had like cereal or whatever, <laughs> and, which I mean, there. which is fine, yeah. you know, but like I love to cook, you yeah. know, and like, I, I really like to have, like, a homemade meal on the table. Yeah. And, um, like, I don't cook every night. I cook every other night. But my family's kind of become accustomed to that. And so when I don't do it, it's like, oh, man, mom's having an off day. <laughs> <laughs> Never talk to her. Yes. It's like, be really, really nice to mom. <laughs> I love that. Man, I wish mine recognized that. Once I get a migraine mm-hmm. from like stress or lack of sleep, right? They are so sweet to me, <laughs> and I'm just like, I should just start saying I have a migraine. I was gonna but- say I just <laughs> always have a migraine, like, <laughs> but I don't want to take advantage yes. though, and I don't want them to think like, <laughs> like at this point, I mean, I like I I am going through some health issues, and I I'm low in a few. I have a deficiency in a few things. And so we're, we're getting that figured out with my doctor, but I am always tired and yeah. I do get a lot of headaches and I do have 
like issues with like focus and brain fog. And so we're, we're getting it all figured out and I'm, I'm trying to, you know, let me know what you end up doing. I will. <laughs> That's me. Hello. I will. I totally will. Cause it's, it's been, it's, it's been like an ongoing battle. So, um, yeah, so they, they, when I, I'm going through that stuff, like, especially with a migraine, they're like, mommy, do you need some Oh. And they get really quiet. And then my and youngest I need to lay down in the dark. Yeah, my youngest, she literally comes in and she closes all the doors <laughs> for me. And then she'll like, she'll like lay a towel on top. Oh. And and like, cause a lot of times I'll just I'll just lay in the bed like this with a pillow over my face because I'm just like I need it to be pitch black dark because oh, yeah. my brain just feels like it's exploding. And um, she's like, do you need a massage? <laughs> That's so sweet. I'm telling you, it just like, it's just the sweetest. It's yeah. the absolute sweetest. And then my my oldest knows that, um, like, I really enjoy her company, you know, because she's older now. And yeah. so it's, so she'll come in, do you want me to sit with you, mommy? And I'm like, I'm like, I would love for you to sit with me. Just don't talk. Yeah, I was going to say, just <laughs> do not talk. I want to know about memory bears and weighted bears. Um, memory bears, you talked about a little bit, like with people having like a sentimental. Yes. they um, Like, is it usually a shirt or? They're usually not, they're not my main priority because that's not like what I mainly started out with, but they are important because I feel like it's something else that gives comfort. So, um, people usually send me, um, clothing from a relative that has passed away and, um, I turn it into a teddy bear. Oh, that's so, so cool. I deconstruct the, the clothing and mm -hmm. then, you know, cut out the pattern and I, I piece the bear together. Very cool. Um, so those though, I usually stop taking orders for in October because they are such a huge like everybody wants them for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And so if I don't, then I am, I'm pulling my hair out. Yeah. So, um, but with the weighted bears, those are more for parents that have lost babies. Okay. Um, so I, I recently had a mom that, um, lost her child to RSV. Okay. Um, and, uh, she was, I think, she was younger when she went into the hospital, but she passed at eight weeks. And so she wanted a bear after talking to some um, women on um, like a loss Facebook page. Mm -hmm. um, they were talking about the weighted bears. And so she asked me if I could make her one. And so um, she wanted it to be the weight that she was when she passed. Okay. Because she said the thing that she missed the most was the feeling of her weight on her chest when she was okay. weight. And so that was what she missed the most. And so, um, I made that for her and, um, I think that was probably one of the hardest things I've ever made because it was, um, just being a mom myself yeah. and no, just knowing what she has been through and just kind of how the health system really failed her mm -hmm. when it came, I, I'm not going to go into details, but, um, it just really, really, it, it just broke my heart for her. Yeah. And so, um, I, I have added that service on now to, um, for parents that are in need of something, yeah, you know, just to bring sweet. them some comfort. That is really cool. Um, but yeah, that's, 
the the one thing that I am changing in my business is my get well packages. I'm actually um, I'm adding a lot to them, and I'm about to be doing um, a post on that soon because I've been waiting for everything to come in through shipping because you know shipping is oh, yeah. really slow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta love that. Everything's slow right now. But um, I've almost got everything in place. And then I will be posting about that. But um, I think that's going to be really fun because I've added a lot to it. And so, yeah, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a lot more fun than what it used to be. I love that. So if people want to find you then, you said you're going to be posting. Yes. So Um, where can we see your posts? I I mostly do everything on Facebook. That's where my main following is. and it's just um, Stuffed Animal Clinic of Madison, LLC, on Facebook. Um, Instagram, um, like, obviously, I have everything for Facebook post on Instagram. Right. But I'm most, like I said, I mostly do things through Facebook. But it's um, Stuffed Animal Stuffed Animal Clinic underscore of Madison. Okay. okay. And then I also have an email that people can reach me at, which is Nicole at Stuffed Animal Clinic. Okay. And that's your website too, Stuffed Animal Clinic of Stuffed Madison. Anim- Stuffed Animal Clinic of Madison.com. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And that's where people, like, if they have questions, it's like I have a Q&A page. I have a services page, like, where they can see what I can offer. Um, I have this really cool thing that um, my website designer did where you can, like, slide pictures back and forth and see, like, oh, before neat. and after. Yes. Cool. Very cool. Love her. Um, it's a... Uh, Laura with Sweet Tea Communications, like she did such an amazing job on my on my website, and so um, she's even she even added a picture of my dogs, which I thought was like I the saw that. That's so cute because <laughs> they're my babies. Oh, I don't have babies anymore. Right, they're older. Oh. So. That's awesome. Well, I love this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> this is so cool. I mean, I knew I would, but I'm just like. <laughs> so giddy about it but we appreciate your time thank I you appreciate so you much. much this is yes. so much fun sweet. this is awesome it was fun you were very but sweet thank you oh, so thank much you. for coming we do want to know oh yes we have oh, one okay. thing before you leave okay um what topping does not belong on your pizza what topping does not belong let's see I'm gonna have to say see I'm weird <laughs> no you're not I really like I, I like savory, so I usually do um, pineapple and black olives. Mm. Those that's my favorite because I like salty and sweet. Um, I've so, never tried it with black olives. I love olives. Uh, yeah, and you do like the sweetness with the salty, and yes. it's like it just. I mean, I do the hand like pineapple is our favorite, right? Yes, but it like, is ours too. And so um, I've never tried it with the black olives, but I'm gonna have to. But I mean, I I like I like pizza with the uh, like with vegetables and meat on it too. But I mean, I guess I've heard some people put like anchovies yeah. on their pizzas, so I would have to say that because I've never yeah. tried it, and it sounds it a little disgusting. Sometimes. Yep. And a little stinky to me, so I don't stinky. think that's what I said. <laughs> I was like, that's just so stinky. It just sounds stinky, so I'd probably have to say that because, like, I've done all the other pizzas. Like, I've done, like, buffalo chicken pizza yeah. and all that stuff. So I love pizza, me and I love too. sushi because I love things that can mix a lot of things together. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I love flavor, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I would have to say anchovies just because I haven't tried it. 
Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have a pizza t- taste test at one point. We should. Like, we're really gonna cool. try all the toppings that we, like, like put them people in a box. Don't like. Yeah. So you don't know what they are. Right. You know. It's like yes. Blindfold yeah. in a box, and it's like try this. Yes. And try not to gag. Yeah. <laughs> don't gag. So, well, thank you so much again. I really <laughs> appreciate y'all having me. This was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. Have a great week. Busy moms out. The Busy Moms Podcast is brought to you each week by Carla Taggart and Kristen Pippen. If you'd like to connect with us, please email busymomspodcast at gmail.com.